0: Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network.
1: I can see you got your eye on this old cowboy, and I can tell you never had one for your own. Oh, you never been around one Now you're thinking that you found one Well, it might be kind of fun to take him home You giggle every time that I say yes, ma'am And I get this feeling if I held you tight You'd be seeing his and hers Buckles, boots, and spurs But that feeling you'll get over, over, time. Cause what you gonna do with a cowboy When that old rooster crows at dawn Lying there instead Getting out of bed And putting on his boots And getting gone What you gonna do When he says Honey I got a half mind to stay What you gonna do With a cowboy When he don't saddle up And ride away It takes a special kind of woman To put up with the life a cowboy leads Cause his boots are always muddy And his beer-drinking buddies They'll camp out on your couch and never leave Don't even start to think you're gonna change in You'd be better off to try to rope the wind What he is is what you got And he can't be what he's not And honey, you can't hide him from your friends so what you gonna do with a cowboy When that old rooster crows at dawn When he's lying there instead Of getting out of bed Putting on his boots and getting gone What you gonna do when he says Honey,
0: I got a half
1: of my stay"? What you gonna do with a cowboy When he don't saddle up and ride away yeah, what you gonna do with a cowboy when he don't saddle up right away?
0: Well, good morning to all the cowboys and cowgirls out there. From Nashville, Tennessee, I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque is our co-host, Bobby Bell. And that was What You Gonna Do With a Cowboy? Chris Ledoux and Garth Brooks. Hey, Bobby, how are you?
2: I'm grand. Good morning, Mr. Holt. What's what's happening there in Nashville?
0: Well, we have just a little cloudy skies today and uh, maybe some rain coming in for the next two or three. But we have had beautiful weather. And I know that you have blue skies in New Mexico today.
2: Well, we've had our, our share of interesting weather ourselves the last few days, but yes, we have blue skies, but high winds yesterday and today, but yes, spring is sprouting up all over, including our little backyard. Some of the things we planted last year are, are coming back now, and uh, it's really fun, you know, it's really fun to always see this season emerge, isn't it?
0: It is pretty cool, and uh, and one of the nice things about everything springing up uh mary kay is staying real busy cutting the grass and so ah. i heard this i heard the moor going yesterday and i looked up and she was out in the backyard just having at it so she loves yard <laughs> i don't know if people know that
3: yeah but anyway well hey, we i know one of them
2: yeah
0: she does have a green thumb and, uh, yeah. uh, and some of the kids inherited that from her as well. Mm-hmm. But we want to okay. wish our New Mexico friend, Sid Masters, a happy birthday today. I'm not sure how old Sid is, but uh, old enough, I guess. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, we I have don't a fun, <laughs> fun, fun, fun show today. We have one of my favorite people in the music world joining us today for the first part of the show. And who is that?
2: Oh, my goodness. One of my favorite people as well, Miss Joni Harms, is standing by. We're eager to catch up with her. And then who do we have in the second hour?
0: Mr. Robert Eversole is going to be back with us. You know, you were missing for a couple of weeks, and Robert missed us last month. He was traveling and uh, and was unable to join us. So we're looking forward to having him back and kind of catching up with him on Saddle Up America. But right now, we're going to invite everybody to sit back, take a deep sit in the saddle, and invite you to grab a cup of cowboy coffee. This is Joni Harms, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Joni today on the Cabin Fire Cafe.
4: ground a leather pole, add a little taste to mow with smoke man that's cowboy
2: Legacy Radio Network we just heard. Cowboy Coffee, one of my favorites, (laughs) performed by today's guest, Joni Harms from her album, After All. Joni Harms writes and sings about the Western way of life, a life she has personally experienced. She lives on a ranch in Oregon that was homesteaded by her great-great-grandfather in 1872. Joni has a songwriter's gift, spinning stories with her words and clear, captivating country voice. She grabs a hold of the listener and doesn't let go. Throughout her music career, she has recorded, I think, 14 albums and won numerous awards from the International Western Music Association and the Academy of Western Artists. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe returning guest and always a delight to chat with, award-winning singer, songwriter, performer, entertainer, and an International Western Music Association Hall of Fame inductee and a mother. This is Mother's Day weekend, after all. Please welcome Joni Harms. Welcome, Joni.
5: Wow, what an introduction. Thank you so much, Bobby. And <laughs> and hello to you and Terry as well. Yes, yeah, my goodness. <laughs> hope I can live oh, up gosh. to that. Gosh.
4: hey
0: Joni, I, yeah, I'm kind of a, I'm 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 kind of in awe of that introduction myself. That's
5: pretty impressive. Wow! Yes. <laughs> anyway, I don't need anything else for Mother's Day. That's for sure. That was great. There you
0: go. There you go. There you
5: go.
0: Well, I have uh, oh. I have uh, announced on social media that this is like a historic week on Equestrian Legacy Radio because we've got you today, Mama Joni. And then we have daughter Olivia on Saturday on live from Nashville. And so we're just <laughs> introducing our worldwide audience to all the harms this week. Oh, kind of cool.
5: thank you for that. Absolutely. Well, she's, she's in Abilene, Texas tonight, opening for the Kentucky headhunters. <laughs> that's gotta be a while ago. Oh, oh, wow. Goodness. <laughs> oh. Wow! Yeah. wow. She's, uh, she's out there having fun in Texas. That's for sure. And, and uh, you know, just, just really fun for me to sit back and watch her go through all the different things that, that a lot of, lot of things I did and didn't go through, but, but, you know, she's just out there doing a lot of what I did when I was her age and it's just, it's real rewarding to, to see success starting to come her way and, and just all the wonderful fans and friends she's meeting one of the very best parts about this business.
0: I think so. I think so. And she had such an example, you know, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, she started very young because you had her on stage at, what, two days old or something? <laughs>
5: yeah, day and a half or whatever it was. Yeah, she was born on the 13th at 1.13, and I had her uh, at a big show, and the Kentucky Headhunters were on that. I don't think they'd probably remember oh, really? her, but it, at the Portland Speedway on, on the 15th. So, yeah, wow. she, she's kind of been traveling with me ever since.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's awesome. So what have you been doing since you were on on uh, Campfire Cafe last time? I think it's been probably a year or so, and I uh, think so, yeah.
4: Oh,
5: yeah,
0: yeah, recovered from the pen, recovered from the pandemic, okay, and yes, been absolutely. writing some new music.
5: I have, and you know, it's hard to know what to do with it now. Release them as solo songs or you know just what to do cd's are kind of uh out of style anymore so to speak and, and a lot of cars and everything where people listen to a lot of their music mm-hmm. don't even have a cd player in them anymore and so it's kind of i kind of kind of sad about that myself not not just from a mm-hmm. sales perspective mm-hmm. but but um i don't know i like to have something rather than just download music myself that i can hold in my hand and and see a picture of the person see who wrote the songs and, yes. um, You know, just a lot of things that that are gone that you just just listen on the radio or download music.
0: I agree. Well, it's kind of interesting, kind of interesting. And, and I, I know Bobby loves CDs, <laughs> and, uh, and and a, and a lot of times people will just send me uh, WAV files or MP3 files, yeah. and I don't don't get CDs. But I told somebody the other day I don't have a CD player in the house, and I have no radio in the house. So everything yeah. that I listen to is online today. And, uh, you know, yeah. you carry it with you and, and, uh, the girls just kind of hook music up in the car and listen to their downloads and their playlists and stuff. It's just right. a different world. Yeah. So how do you, how do you yeah. deal with that?
5: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm certainly not going to stop making music and writing, and I've got enough for a collection of of new material, and a lot of people have been asking me about it, and a lot of people still say they want me to make a CD. So I don't know, I might, or I know that vinyl is getting popular again, but it's it's yeah. expensive to make those vinyl records, and you just don't know how many of them you're gonna for sure and everything. But uh but I'll continue to make music, that's for sure, and, and maybe there'll be some kind of new invention <laughs> that they come up with for <laughs> for folks besides <laughs> just these downloads. I don't know.
0: Oh gosh well, where we went from uh Yeah, go ahead, Bobby.
5: Well,
2: I was just saying that it's so interesting that vinyl's coming back and not everybody had a record player. So now people are, are investing in record players. Or, we do, know, have, going to, we uh, do
0: have a record yes, player. We do yes, have a record remember,
2: <laughs> player. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yes. when, Mary, when Mary Kay picked one up. So you yeah. kind of wonder, well, will the CD, um, could, could it have a rebirth at some point when um, for the same way that vinyl – is having a rebirth yeah you, you know? wonder well, are maybe cassettes
5: or i don't think they'll be going back to eight tracks <laughs> no, 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 no i
2: don't no, know no, no. Where thankfully, cassette, <laughs>
5: thankfully. yeah you know the Somebody one they did that, tell me uh, that they thought cassettes were coming back though but i don't think so oh really oh, i don't, really? I, don't yeah. I don't
0: think i don't think so i don't think so yeah but uh I, but it's I, but it's funny I because i
5: uh, in our yeah i August just read Go ahead, I just
0: read that uh, I just read that vinyl had outsold CDs for the first time this past year. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I was just so, going to throw
5: out there that in our guest cabin uh, on the ranch, uh, there's no TV, there's no Wi-Fi, but there is a record player and hundreds of vinyl records out there. So people, if they stay out there, if they want some entertainment, they just got to spend some vinyl. <laughs>
0: There you go. That's fun. There you go. That's fun. There you go. Yeah. So talking about television, no T V, you've been watching some T V, haven't you? You've been watching a little of this Yellowstone?
5: I did. It's it's pretty wild and, and, and uh mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't care for some of the language but um but it was I think has done I to just rephrase that, has done some really good things for the whole Western industry. Everything from clothing mm-hmm to uh, music yep. Um, yep. and so I do think that there's been some good things that have happened from that show and um, I you know I, I, I love parts of it a lot uh, I, I've heard it's canceled now so we get the old ones I guess to to live on through but um, just was out two weekends ago at the four sixes and Circle Bar, and the Pitchfork Ranch, we had a retreat for women, um, and uh, Shorty, our hat maker, puts this on every year, it's called Rain in Cancer, and so, uh, Mm -hmm. oh, I guess there was probably about 30 of us, and we got together, and Helped with a little bit of branding, rode horses, and and Olivia and I did a concert, and then and then Cowboy Church on Sunday morning, and so it's, it's it was a lot of fun, and we raised a lot of money. But I was going to say, you know, that operation at the Four Sixes, their breeding program and everything, is very mm-hmm. very interesting to see, and mm-hmm. and all the all the red fencing and all the beautiful horses and cattle, and just it's just a well run machine out there, that's for sure. So I think mm-hmm. well it is. is beautiful. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It is, and of course Taylor Sheridan is the mm-hmm. principal owner now of the Four Sixes, and he's the guy that's right. responsible for Yellowstone and 1883 and 1923 and and two <laughs> of the three other shows that are on. It's it's crazy what he's all into right now. But you right. did a song called Yellowstone, and I love this song. And I so, how it. how did this one come about? How did this come about? Well,
5: sadly it was the last song that i wrote with my good friend hobo jim verhoes uh in nashville i was oh, telling wow. him that was right when the show started and he was he didn't even really know that he had cancer yet at that point but it was we went in and did uh this the demo of the song and and i told him i said you know i i, I when the oil wells are oil wells are going and everything at the beginning of yellowstone for the introduction of the show i said it's they've got some music that's powerful music but i said i think there needs to be kind of a theme song for it and so we were kind of i was telling him about it and and we kind of came up with and i love i love the whole state of montana too in the yellowstone area so um we wrote that and 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 demoed it and and sent it over i don't know if it got to the right people or not that's always kind of a You know, you you can do your best to get it uh, in front of folks. But nothing ever happened with it. But I I do like the song, too. And I feel like it's a a song that, you know, a lot of folks will maybe enjoy listening to. And and I sent you a copy of it. Are you going to play it?
0: I'm going to play it right now. And it is a great (laughs) song. So let's take a listen to Yellowstone. And I hope that you'll be able to get this streaming before long. But this is Yellowstone. Joni Harms is our special guest. And we're enjoying visiting with her today on the Campfire Cafe. The
4: Winds are blowing colder. There's miles of fence to mend. These bones are getting older. But I saddle up again. No need for complaining about all you got to do. You just keep on getting stronger, or it'll get the best of you. On the Yellowstone, Yellowstone, some things are worth living for, some things are worth dying for, some things are just better left alone, on the stone. Up in Montana, watching cattle graze Ain't no amount of money that could measure what it's worth All the blood, sweat and tears shed upon this earth On the Yellowstone, the Yellowstone Some things are worth living for, some things are worth dying for Some things are just better left alone On the Yellowstone Some things are worth living for Some things are worth dying for Some things are just better left alone On the Yellowstone Winds are blowing colder There's miles of fence to mend these bones are getting older. I saddle up again.
2: You heard it here first. Yellowstone, <laughs> performed by Joni Harms, a co-write with her good friend Hobo Jim Varsis. It's a fabulous song, Joni. It will... Um, it will open the Out West Hour uh, a week from this Saturday. It, it's going to open next
5: week's show. Is it okay if we start playing it, DJs that have Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be great. I kind of held on to it for a while, just wondering, you know, if, if, if uh, I didn't want to expose it if it was going to be on the show. Sure. But I think we're sure. wide open now. So um, I'm glad yeah. you like it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's oh. a lot of that is, is just relatable and you know, for me on a ranch as well, and I think it will be for a lot of absolutely. folks. And then, and then there was a, a lot of people that did watch that show. So even if even if it wasn't on the show itself, they'll relate to it. I think.
2: Ab- absolutely. You know, um, when when Gary sent me the set list as he always does, and I was listening through, and it's he's got other wonderful music to play. Um and we revisited some of the albums from earlier in your career and i i was um i actually pulled out all of your albums just for fun and was just flipping through titles and um you have such a a wealth of music and you hit on every kind of topic avail you know possible and um you've had such a phenomenal life in the music business and the ranching business and with your family and I think it's time for a Joni Harms memoir. <laughs> yeah,
5: well I, I thought about doing, writing a book or, you know, something because I I do have a lot of fun stories to share of of the life I've had. And uh, you know, it just it just is is has been a lot of different topics. I think today's music is is great, today's country music, but you know, there's not a lot of different um I don't know Lots of stuff, lots of songs about trucks and you know mm-hmm. different things, but I, I like to I like to expand on that a lot. And and then I know you opened with a Chris LeDoux song and Garth, and and I I, I enjoyed meeting him, and and he was nice enough to cut the song Cowboy up, and it's always a mm-hmm. always a really um, flattering thing for me when somebody else wants to record my songs. And I just found out this last week that uh, a guy uh, by the name of Daniel O'Donnell in Ireland um, oh. was pretty big. Have you heard of him? No, but yeah. I'm, okay. I know yeah. where this yeah. might be going. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> he, he's, he's kind of like a, almost like a Garth Brooks over there. He's a big, big yeah. artist, and he's going to record after all. So oh. I think it's going to be fun to hear that, and so it's just you know when it, when I really do love to write, I, I would have a hard time choosing to be honest with you whether I would, you know, choose writing or or recording or performing live or well, my favorite. I just love it all. It's just a it's just mm-hmm. a been a fun business and a, a a ride that I I I can't imagine not going on. Um, you know, it really, really, things may have been different if I would have chosen to, to go for a little bit more pop sound um, on country radio when I was on Capitol Records and, and even Warner Western. But um, I'm really, I'm really happy that I have just stayed true to the music that I love because it hopefully will mm-hmm. live long after me. <laughs> after I'm mm-hmm. long gone, maybe the yep. music will still be going. The music will still be well, going. Well, let's, you let's know, just David? talk
0: about the fact that you ain't going nowhere for a while, dear, because <laughs> I got it was starting to sound like you've had such a great life and blah, blah. You're still going through. Oh, strong. no.
5: Still, oh, yeah. yes. i got a <laughs> lot more to do. you got a, lot, <laughs> no, a long road started. to travel. All of us are. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I had a great time going back and picking out music. And uh, because good, of Yellowstone, good. I just kind of started getting in a particular mood as I was going through and selecting this music. And this one is one called The Wind. And uh, why can you tell us about this?
5: Well, that's another one that I wrote with my wonderful co-writer, Jim Verhos. And, you know, real quick, a funny story of how I first met him. Um, We were both signed writers to Anne Murray's Publishing Company. And Tom Long, who uh, was the one that was running the company, said, um you two have got to get together i like i like both your styles and he said i think you would do well together so the first day we we went into one of the writers rooms which for folks that don't know anything about how that works it's just like a little little room a lot of times there's not even any pictures on the wall or anything and you just get in there and you're supposed to you got your guitars or piano or whatever and write a song and so anyway i hit it off with him first thing though we chatted a little bit and then um i was talking about the ranch and we, he said, well, when you round up the cattle, do you ever say anything, you know, uh, kind of a get them going or something? I said, oh, yeah, whoop, whoop, you know, and that kind of thing. And
3: <laughs> so then we both started
5: started in on a um, prolonged hard ride, all the little cattle calls mm. we were doing. And we finally came out for lunch. And uh, we'd finished the song and all the other writers in them were publishing, because you can hear what's going on in other rooms. <laughs> They're like, what in the world are you guys doing in there? <laughs> but anyway, oh, Back gosh. to the Wind, um, he told me about uh, a book that he had read, uh, or diary actually rather, that was from his grandmother, and she honestly said – this wind is, is driving me out of my mind that uh, her and it had said that her husband had gone to town in the wagon and the wind was just howling and was just distra- was making her go crazy. And so that was what started the whole story. The rest of course mm-hmm. is, is, just something we, we kind of made up, but uh, mm-hmm. it is, it is a cool song. So I'm, I'm glad you pulled that it, one out, Gary.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it's Gorgeous. a great
0: song. So, so let's take a listen to the wind. Joni Harms, we'll be back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe.
4: I walked away from everything I'd ever known My friends, my family, and the comforts of my home I followed Him across these God-forsaken plains Now all I dream about is going back again But the wind, oh the wind Tonight it's howling once again I'm going crazy and the walls are closing in oh, oh, yeah I helped my husband hitch the wagon to the team He left a week ago to get the things we need I've got a feeling something happened going there Can't help but wonder Even God can hear my prayers Through the wind Oh, the wind Tonight it's out and once again I'm going crazy and the walls are closing in Oh, oh, the wind The baby came when I was left there alone I tried to save him, but the angels took him home, just like his daddy, oh, he had sight and just a while ago, I swear, I heard him cry in the wind, oh, the wind, tonight it's howling once again, I'm going crazy.
2: Harms the Wind from her wonderful album Let's Put the Western Back in the Country. Joni, I'd like to chat with you a moment about the songwriting process. You really are a storyteller. We said that in the opening introduction, Spinning Stories, and I think most all songwriters really at the heart and poets, they're they're storytellers. It's more than just the repeat of a lyric like we hear in, in some music. It's a we have a beginning a middle and an end sometimes is there's, there's actual character development we have you know we have action we have um powerful um stories in what you write even your kind of light-hearted ones like cowboy coffee have a real story we can we can imagine having that coffee around the campfire what do you um when you're approaching a song or, first off how do you kind of keep track of the Ideas that just hit you, you're driving down the car, you're on the back of a horse, and I'm assuming all of a sudden you get the blinding moment of inspiration. What do you do with it
5: absolutely i I used to always have um a little pocket notebook in that I would just carry in in my jacket or whatever, and always and and just write it down in there and um then i would if I didn't have a chance to write it uh for a while, I had usually several of those. Uh, that I would share with co-writers when I would go to Nashville or somebody'd come out here and we would just discuss, you know, uh, different ideas and see if something hit us. Now I just, um, I don't go very far away like most of us without my phone. And so if <laughs> I have a melody too, I just uh, sing the little bit that I've got in my head into my phone in the, in the little memo area there and just keep a hold of it. Um, and then sometimes, if I if I have time when when something will hit, I'll I, I say, and that can be in the middle of the night too, Bobby. I, I'll get a night mm-hmm. several times. I'll wake up and and a song is going through my head, and I have found that if I do not get up and go write it down, or um, maybe sometimes like uh, Joseph built the cradle, um, I, I wrote most of that song about two in the morning. I don't mm-hmm. know if the rest oh, wow. of the family was overly overly mm-hmm. happy with uh, me, you know. Because that's it's pretty rowdy, but but I but I I had to go do it right then because I, I I've done it before where I've I've said well I'll remember that in the morning and then I don't.
0: Yeah. So you know I think yeah. there's
5: probably four or five number one hits that I probably missed on because I didn't get up and go write it down. <laughs> that's that's interesting because I I've,
2: I've had authors I've had authors tell me the same thing that um I have one one author who said the entire book. I I woke up in the middle of the night and I I went and wrote the whole the whole it 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 just I didn't even have to it just like channeled through my fingers you know, and I just think the whole creative process is so fascinating.
5: <laughs> well, it is, and then a lot of times I've heard other people say this too, and I I believe it 100% is that sometimes you'll just get a gift, and I say that God uh-huh. sends it down, and all I have to yeah. do is. is find a piece of paper and a guitar and, you know, write it down and get the melody. And the little gray donkey was absolutely that way. I, I wrote Aww. that song in like 10 minutes and, um, I just looked out and saw the little, we had a little miniature donkey in the pasture at that time. I just looked out there and I said, wow, he's a small animal to carry Mary all the way to Bethlehem. And then I said, mm-hmm. Oh, there's a song there. I think. I'll right it out. Yeah. 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 So, you know, yeah. um,
2: a couple weekends ago, Jim and I were back at the Santa Clarita Cowboy Festival, which had, had finally was back oh, after yes. three years' hiatus, Good. and we were running kind of a new version of the Buckaroo Bookshop. <laughs> and as I looked around, of course, I thought back over all the years, and I thought of of folks that were not there, like Don Edwards and the Sons of the Sun, Joaquin. And, and right away, I go back to 2009, when you and your two kitties, little, little guys, Luke and Olivia, were with you yeah in 2009 at the Buckaroo bookshop i think luke was 10 because didn't he just have a birthday he did yeah he just turned 25 25 <laughs> okay he so is. he was maybe 11. yeah and i remember we had you for story time and you um and you presented your your kids books um, we had some kids corralled into the space. And, yeah, you know, that yeah. was just such a special moment. And I didn't realize that you were an author until then. I think Mike Fleming said, oh, get Joni Harms to come over to the bookshop. She's an author. It's like, she's an author. I knew you as a songwriter and performer, but, I, you know. So. So the um, well, actually, those songs, time. yeah, yeah,
5: they're, they're songs, but but they but they can be said like a like a book and have been read or sung, and and so right. yeah, I think when you do write a song that is like a story, why not put it in book form sometimes? Exactly.
2: There so so that, so that's why I'm urging you to consider um, going going back to to putting a book together of some kind, Joni. It's time.
5: <laughs> okay okay well you know i think i think that's that's a good idea it's something i've thought about i did a cookbook a long many years ago and it had stories that went with it and i sold all those oh. out and, and somebody asked me the other day if i was ever going to do another one of those
3: oh. And I got there
5: thinking well i don't know if i'll do a cookbook but i i do have i should probably maybe write some of these stories down because there's there's a lot to share and a lot of fun it's just making the time to do it but um, i know but but thank you for suggesting and 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 saying that maybe it would be something you would you would put on your shelf if if I got it done. Mhm. 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 <laughs> well,
4: there I there just sure to be, needs noticed. to be
0: more more there just needs to be more time in in this life to do everything <laughs> that we'd like to do, I think sometimes. But anyway.
6: I know. Yeah, we've got another song. This
0: is another new one that you sent to me the other day, and again, I was kind of going into my Native American mood or mode uh cool. when i was picking out songs today and this is standing out standing on sacred ground tell us tell us about the song
5: well i wrote that with mike loudermilk and mike is a great guy he's got a little studio in the rca building and he shares it with wood newton who i know you guys know wood oh, and yeah. uh so uh we 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 were talking about the indian scenes um yellowstone and then also that the that uh i had said i feel sometimes like i'm just standing on sacred ground on our place here because when my great 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 grandfather homesteaded here it was with the malala indians and they were here prior to him putting his deed and, and homesteading here. And, um, so I, I really, we found a lot of Indian artifacts here in the fields and different things. And so I, I, I feel a lot of times like, and even just from all the history of my family here, it feels like sacred ground, you know, every once in a while we'll find something, um, uh, an old tool or an old, you know, piece of a dish or just different things that, that, uh, Make me know this This place has such a history, and it's pretty special.
0: Well, this is Standing Our Sacred Ground, and we're visiting with Joni Harms today. Let's take a listen. Sacred Ground, Joni Harms. And now I'm kind of dancing around in like my Indian mode today on the show.
5: So. <laughs> you never know what I'm going to come up with, do you? That's the one thing I will say. Uh, you know, you can get an album of mine, and I hope that people will say, well, I'm, uh, it's just definitely Joni Harms' music, but it's definitely not all the same. I, I love the different stories and the challenges of, of coming up with something um you know that that might be a little bit different and and a different topic, but uh, you know something to think about. You know, a lot of different places and and folks come from uh, area that was was a hundred years ago was something entirely different, and that, that's sacred ground. It's 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 got a got a story of its own, no doubt.
0: Well, it does, and and I know the area that I grew up in here in Tennessee. I mean, just a few miles away from the farm, there are Indian mountains, and uh, yeah uh the Cher- the cherokee were all over that part of the country and and uh, kind of like you you can go out and you can dig and you'll get something that will turn up you know they mm-hmm. they've done a whole di- uh, archaeological dig just a couple miles from my house with the wow. indians and uh, and then of course you know we had the civil war here so when you go right. back i remember going mm-hmm. out to dig a rose a hole for a rose bush one day and, and uncovered a cavalry Confederate officer's spur, and oh, uh, wow. made out of bra- made out of brass. The thing was made out of brass. I had to do a little research to find out that it was a cavalry officer spur. But uh, what a we have a yeah, we've got a lot of sacred ground. Bobby Jean, where you are there in New Mexico, you know, just tremendous oh, yeah. history with the Native yeah. Americans yeah. there but uh so when are you coming back to nashville dear
5: oh i gotta get there soon i do i really uh, again it's that time thing that uh i don't know i've been spending a lot of time in texas with olivia besides the different road shows that i do and uh, just she bought a house there and so i've been um kind of helping her fix it up and traveling around with her son. we've been having a blast but uh you know, I I I think maybe this fall I'll get back there again. I've had a couple people say, you know, it's time to get back and write, time to do some different things. And so I will definitely let you and Mary Kay know when I'm going to be coming that way and maybe I can take you out to dinner or something.
0: <laughs> well, we'd love to do that. I'm telling you what, and have a little cowboy coffee while we're at it too, you know. Work. <laughs> there you All go. Right.
5: I was going to mention yeah. to you uh, <clears throat> out here that uh, one of the fun things about this house uh we've built is is we put a museum in it, and the one room is just a museum oh. because we've got all this stuff that you know has been here for hundred and fifty years, and a lot of people would call it junk but i I think of it as treasures and and take uh, people can go in there into what we call the little museum and you can spend five minutes or five hours and just go wow. through um a lot of memorabilia and you know everything from uh old the first telephone that was here there's an old clock that my great great grandparents got for their wedding gift um there's just tons and tons of pictures and and birth certificates and marriage certificates and you name it it's in there so it's kind of a you know a fun place if i got company that i don't know what to do with them i just take them in there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: uh, well, I could be the
2: for a book <laughs>
3: There oh, you go, dude. Bobby
0: Pitching yeah, that book again book. But anyway yeah,
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, Alright, so we're going to get to another song this one, this one we have done before On the show And uh, it has a little bit of an Indian theme about that This is Saddle Blanket We're going to take a listen to that And come back and talk more with Joni and Bobby On the Campfire Cafe
4: After all that we've been through And sometimes I still get scared But my blame
0: to the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network, heard around the world at EquestrianLegacy.net, on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio. So, Joni, it's <clears throat> yes, been a while since you did Oregon to Ireland, and so do you have any plans on touring back over in Ireland or in Europe again anytime soon?
5: I do. In fact, it was planned to go this year, and they postponed it one more year. They're still on the big festival. We're booked at a big one in Germany. <clears throat> and uh, it, it they, they have uh, said they are just still down with their numbers from the pandemic. And so it's going to be in 2024, and so we are looking forward to that. I'm going to do that festival in Germany and a couple others with the Sheeran Family Band. Um, Oh, wow. Olivia's going to go over there with us, too, and then I'm going to go over to Ireland again and do some shows with them after Germany. And then Olivia and I are going to go to my, my dad side of the family was from Germany and it's always fun to go uh, there and see where he came from and then we're going to Norway. Uh, I don't know if it'll be on the same trip or a different one depending on how long we stay over there but there is a festival in Breim, Norway that I did with Don Williams several years ago. Uh, It was so much fun and such a great bunch of people and my mama came from a little town called Hogesund, Norway and I still have some families. I'm, in fact, I was doing that show with Don and a couple came up to me and I thought, wow, that gal looks like me, only she has red hair. <laughs> and it and, uh, turned out it was one of my cousins from Norway and they had come to the festival and we've kept in touch ever since. So uh, they've invited us to come and stay with them and, and just explore uh, the area where my mom's family has been, been from and, and so – Several uh, good, exciting moments ahead with that. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, i Maybe I'm, I'm a little more selective about what gigs I take, but, but I'm not, I'm not given, given up too much stuff uh, out there to do and too many more friends to meet, and I still just love to perform. So, so yeah, we got mm-hmm. some good stuff coming up.
0: Well, that is, that is exciting, and and uh, yeah. the European audiences are so excited. To have cowboy and country and western music show up, so that's yes. that's yes. The, and and I guess you found that to be the case with you when you've done all these shows over there.
5: Yeah, and you know I I guess uh, I gotta thank Capitol Records and then Warner Western for the opportunities to get music over there so people knew who I was. Otherwise, I don't know how that would have ever come about. But because of that, um, I I had a few folks that were playing my records over there and, and, and invited me to come over and play. And, and it's, it's a long journey to get over there, but boy, oh boy, you know, they are so appreciative and uh, just make you feel so welcome that it's worth it. Wow.
0: wow! so I have an idea. Let's put together okay. a, let's mm-hmm. put together a country and Western cruise.
3: And, and I love that idea. you
0: and you and Mary Kay and some of the other guys, we can get the riders in the sky and a few of these other guys together and just put together a, a, a great time on a cruise.
5: Let's go someplace warm, though, Caribbean or something.
0: Yeah, I I started to say, I mean, I think I noticed you were going to Alaska a little bit later this year, but we don't want to go that way. We want to go the other way on that.
5: Well, I've been on an Alaskan cruise, and it was beautiful, but uh, I think someplace kind of sunny and warm would be nice.
6: (laughs) Jamaica would be okay.
2: Oh, yeah. I think, I think Sunny and Worm too. I agree with that. <laughs> I think that would be really fun. I know the, I know the writers in the sky were on a cruise. Was it a year ago? Um, Gary, yeah, they did it something was, uh, not
0: too long ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's a really fun idea. And it would be lovely yeah. to try to get somebody like, um, our English friend, you know, Clint Bradley to get on that. Tour, he's having visa challenges with trying to get into the states to play So it's like, okay No, we'll just put, put him on a boat
0: somewhere Yeah, <laughs> we'll just put him boat. on a boat somewhere <laughs> there, you go.
2: there
0: you go Well, I want to get to another <laughs> song This this is a song that I haven't played before on the show And I and I love this This is Coyote Cafe mm-hmm.
3: And oh, yeah. What, yeah. Can you, yeah. what can
0: you tell us about this one?
5: Well, that one I guess I always was a fan of Marty Robbins' music, um, and yeah. Mom and Dad had a lot of his his records, and I I thought it would be fun to you know I think I had just listened to El Paso, and I thought yeah I need to you know maybe come up with I haven't written anything like that yet before, and um, so and then I saw had seen a sign at in. I, I think it's it's in New Mexico, Bobby. There's a place called Coyote Cafe, and uh, i Could had be. seen that. Oh
2: yeah, there's a cookbook.
5: Yeah. And so, so yeah. I thought yeah. that's kind of a neat title right there. And and you know, as 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 a songwriter or a, or a storyteller, as you guys were kind enough to say that you thought I was, you can kind of make up anything you want. There's really no limits to what you can talk about or what you can make happen. And so I just. Um, kind of had a lot of fun making this little, uh, I always thought that, you know, we do have a little, little video that I, that I did. It's on my website for that song. And we went at just outside of Tucson, some friends of mine, the Bells, um, the the parents or grand, great grandkids, I guess of of Graham Bell have a beautiful ranch in Nogales, um, which is really close to the Mexican border. Mm
0: -hmm. And, um,
5: Anyway, we did a little video there, and just kind of, I got a, a little Mexican boy, a Mexican girl to play the parts of these two lovebirds, and so it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. You'll have to maybe check that out. We're gonna if look you that like, up. If you like yeah. Song. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we
0: like that. Sounds good. All right.
5: All
4: right.
0: All right. But, yeah, this is Coyote thank you for Cafe. The song. Yeah. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. Let's listen to Coyote Cafe. Mm-hmm.
4: was a rose they say just barely sixteen a sweet sin
5: Yeah. Well, check out the video. So, I, it's on my website anyway. So, yeah, it, it, we'll,
0: we'll it, check that out. Yeah, we'll take how many how many albums do you have out now? Joni,
5: Bobby was spotted on. I got 14. OK,
0: <laughs> 14. Yeah. 14 and, 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 and
5: I have them all.
0: <laughs> and, and when when was the when was the first one?
5: Oh golly! I had uh, oh was God. just had finished being Miss Northwest Rodeo, and that was like in '79, I think. Um, and so I, I had had quite a little following of folks that would come because uh, every every place I would go make an appearance as Miss Northwest Rodeo, I would usually play some music with my band or sing the national anthem or whatever. And I was writing songs quite a bit then already, and and so I. I had people asking for some of my music and finally I just, uh, went in, I had bought a house in, in Salem and, uh, or was just buying one and it had a little basement in it. And so I did a, an album called thoughts of you there with my, my bass player, uh, banjo player. He was, it was quite a guy. He worked with Larry Mahan, um, as the band leader mm. for quite a while. Oh, wow. I wish wow. That was just all the other way. It's so sad to hear that we lost Larry this last yeah. week. We lost Larry. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but, um, yeah, and Larry was incidentally enough too was was one of my boot sponsors for several years, and just just the nicest guy. I knew him. And he was actually from Brooks, Oregon. I don't know if y'all know that, but oh. he was born and raised right here in Oregon. Yeah, no, just down no. the road from our place. But um, but anyway, yeah, we did an album. I was one. I was thinking, oh my goodness, that was when CDs were new, and I thought I got all these CDs. Now what am I going to do with them? I'm, but nobody's going to buy these. <laughs> but, uh, thank thank goodness they did so that was the very beginnings of it all and and then i did a did another one uh i want to sing for you after that and uh-huh. and then um uh, uh-huh. then it then ended up getting my record deal with jimmy bowen signing me to uh universal records is what it was first that was a division of mca and then the album actually finally came out on Capitol records so yeah those those three were very important parts of of the career, you know, getting things started.
2: If you had to pick a song I was just going right. to ask if you if you had to kind of pick a song as your theme song, would it be I want
5: to sing for you? Um that's an interesting question too and as to whether a theme song or a favorite song that I've written, I don't know <laughs> which way to go um I, I you know they're all like my children, I feel like I love yes. them all cause they're there they've got a certain memory that goes with them but you know that's not a that could be yeah, I suppose I want to sing for you that's definitely not um my most well written song or my song that I would say is my favorite that I've written, but it it absolutely um was something that I felt with my heart and and people still ask me to play that song. And I, sometimes if I Mm -hmm. happen to be lucky enough to get an encore a show or something, then I I always pull that one out because it's just, it's just, I'm so grateful that um, I was able to have the ability to travel around and play music for people and have them listen and, and enjoy. Or sometimes when people will say that a certain song really touched them and helped them through a rough time or something, it's just, there's nothing more rewarding than mm-hmm. that Tommy, mm-hmm. you know. And so mm-hmm. for that reason, yeah, and I think maybe if I was to choose my favorite song that I've written, I I think I would probably choose Catalog Dreams. Um uh-huh. I it, 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 yeah. it's it's one that I've had a lot of people really relate mm-hmm. to and and um uh, yep. it's kind yep. of a a neat because it, it it came about from my dad telling me how he uh, his family just loved to wait uh, his brothers and his one brother and his sisters they would get so excited in the fall waiting for that catalog to come and then they would take their turns flipping through the pages just dreaming about what they'd buy if they had the money and so Mm -hmm. you know i want to sing for you though you're 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 wise to to suggest that one because it is it is one that um does mean a lot to me and I'm, i'm very grateful for the life that i've been able to have for sure
2: Mhm mhm catalog so, Dreams is, would would be one of my favorites too, Joni. <laughs> really? Oh,
5: that's good to know. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah,
0: so have yeah. you have you done a greatest hits album yet?
5: No, the closest thing to what that would be, I would say was the Oregon to Ireland album because uh, it's got a collection of songs from a several different, yeah. different CDs, you know. I'm doing a live concert, so I tried to kind of pick some of the most um requested songs off of the different albums and then just put on that live show which that album has 22 songs on it and uh so it's kind of like a I don't think I uh, mm-hmm. have the greatest hits but maybe most requested <laughs> you know yeah mm-hmm. I got you mm-hmm. I got
0: you a lot of times when you go back and you listen to uh, uh songs from the different time periods from different albums uh, you yeah. just go through and you pick out some songs and it's maybe something that have been overlooked, but they're absolutely mm-hmm. great songs. And, yeah, uh, for and, sure. Uh, you know, and I think sometimes artists forget that they can go back and make all this music new again, you know, just bring it back out to the public. Well, to, um, and that's one of the done. things
5: that I have absolutely strived really to do is, is make um an album that has a collection of of good songs on it some might be better than others but but you know I've felt like when I've bought no names mentioned at all and there's not that many of them but a few albums when I was buying them through the years I would feel like you know their their hit song that was on the radio um was was great and then a lot of the other I just felt like was filler music wasn't anything that Mm -hmm. that that special Mm -hmm. to me and and um I learned something from Jimmy Bowen when he signed me to, to Universal and then Capitol. It was that he said, you know, every album you make, you want the person to finish it and want to start it again because it's, mm-hmm. it's so it was just such an experience to go through that collection of songs with you. Yeah. you you got to have up tempo. You could, you could. He, he said, "I know you love to write ballads, Joni, but you can't do a whole album of ballads, or it's going to get, <laughs> you know, boring. It's going to be a boring album. So you got to, got to take the the listener for a ride, and take them, um, you know, for uh, one that makes them want to dance, to one that maybe they just want to go, you know, almost cry in the corner or listen to it with with just a, you know, headphones on or something, because it was such an experience to hear the song." So he said it's 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 uh, really a collection of of music and and uh, you know you want to try to make each one special in its own way so that they want to listen to it again.
0: Well, I can understand that, and this song is one of my favorites. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll have to be honest. I actually played this song last week on the show and you aren't oh, even here. Thank you. But this is uh, this is Blue Montana Moon. Let's take a listen to that. We'll be back in just a moment.
4: I'm moon, watch over him tonight. I'm coming.
2: Another song that's got Montana in the subject line, "Blue Montana Moon." You can find it on two of her albums, "Cowgirl Dreams," and "From Oregon to Ireland." The live uh, concert. Joni's been our special guest today. Joni, will we see you in Albuquerque in November, or is it too
5: early to have you check your calendar for that yet? <laughs> no, I am hoping there's a way to do it. Um, the uh, that's the same time I always struggle with how to be two places at once because it's the, you know, the uh, American Quarter Horse Association uh-huh. uh, finals there, and I play every year at that. So I'm, I'm still right. trying to juggle uh, and and make it work <laughs> to be both places. But I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it work this year. Sure. I' Sure, enjoyed the last couple of years though. Yeah, it's always delightful there. to see you and I'm there. I'm gonna try. where where can
2: our listeners uh find you follow you get your schedule buy your music where do they go
5: well you can you know really spotify and a lot of places now but i still love to uh, tell people fair to find um where i'm playing the most and to listen to some videos or see some videos i should say um just com is still one of my favorite places to send people but you can also just look online and um, Olivia tries to tell me that it's it's not the way to do it on just a website anymore. You just, just download things and look look it up and so she she she's probably right. But um really I guess all the all the places that you can you can go for, for music is it's supposed to be there. I don't handle all that as much myself, but it's supposed to be available. So just type in Joni Harms and see where it takes you.
3: And and what are you
5: doing for Mother's
2: Day? Anything special?
5: Well, my brother Buck is coming up today from Grants Pass, Oregon, with his wife. And so we're going to... Spend a little time together, and, and he's going to be here for the weekend. So uh, looking forward to that. Olivia won't be able to be home for Mother's Day this year, but we had the last several weeks together doing fun things, so I just saw right, her. Right. Luke, I think, has uh, got something up his sleeve, but he won't tell me quite what it is that he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, that'll be fun, though, too. So it should it's, it's <laughs> be in the weather. It's supposed to just cooperate beautifully. So, oh, so uh, lovely. I'm, I'm excited lovely. to just be able to be home this weekend with my family
3: oh that's great
0: that's great well Joni Harms you are always great to visit with and uh love visiting and sharing your music and we look forward to seeing you in Nashville in the fall we'll kind of hold you you to that all right
5: that sounds good and you you guys happy Mother's Day to Mary Kay and and just all the great moms out there that are maybe tuned in um thank you for all that you do it's a it's a wonderful uh, thing to be a mom, but uh, nice to be appreciated, too, for the hard work we put in. So congratulations and best to all you all.
0: All right. Well, Joni, thanks. We're going to close this segment with Cowboy Up. This is one that's heard quite a bit. But uh, Cowboy Up, Joni Harms. Thanks, Joni.
4: Thank you, guys, so very much. He was the new kid on the circuit. Gold buckles in. But the horse he drew was plenty rank, and much to his surprise, he did a double backflip landed on his head. This old cowboy limped out in the ring, leaned over him and said, you better cowboy.
0: up america on the equestrian legacy radio network we'll be right back after this one from rw hampton called short Grab. <laughs>
6: tomorrow, I'm leaving to go, back home where the short grass grows, I'm going where the short grass grows, the blue mountains rise and the wind always blows, a place big enough for a man to dream, back home where the short grass grows. Hello. The wind in hair When I close my eyes I can almost be there I can see my love awaiting Where that old sweet water flows Back home where the short grass grows I'm going where the short grass grows Blue mountains rise And the wind always blows place big enough for a man to dream Back home where the short grass grows Where the short grass is a wave, to a turquoise sky above The aspen-covered hills guard the country that I love knowing where the shore
0: listening to the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network, heard around the world at EquestrianLegacy.net, on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, iTunes, and Spotify. Just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio. We're going to do a little horseback Cadillac riding with our good friend, Mr. Wiley of Wiley in the Wild West. We'll be back in just a minute with Bobby Bell on Saddle Up America.
7: ballet
0: back on Saddle Up America. I'm your host Gary Holt in Nashville and in Albuquerque, New Mexico, our vivacious, lovely, energetic, what else shall I say, Bobby? (laughs) Co-host Bobby Bell.
2: Quirky. (laughs) Quirky from Albuquerque.
0: I like that. I'm going to remember that one. I'm going to write that down. But anyway, well, I got a text message from uh, Robert Eversole, and so uh, he is fine, but he is unable to join us for the show today. So uh, we'll just talk about some other things for just a little bit. And first of all, good to have you back after a couple of weeks. We kind of missed you a little bit. Yes, I was away. how, How was Santa Clarita?
2: Oh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful um, to be back, boots on the ground, in our old stomping grounds, to see so many people that we knew. If any of you are listening today, thank you to everyone that stopped by the booth to say hello to Jim and to me at the Buckaroo Bookshop right there on Main Street in Old Town, New Hall. It was a wonderful weekend, and we got to visit with Dave Stamey, and um, we had breakfast with Kristen Harris we chatted with um, Ernie Martinez and John Chandler and Diana Raven and uh, had several conversations with Gary Allegretto. It was truly, you know, like old home week.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so and then we well, had 16 nice. authors. Yeah. yeah, we had 16 authors with us and um, they were at the Buckley Bookshop um, tent the whole weekend, and then some of them participated in programs that we um, were hosted by the Friends of the Library up at the Old Town Newhall Library. So um, it was a, a full packed weekend for us, and um, we're not as young as we used to be, Gary. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are any of us, Bobby? Are any of us?
2: <clears throat> I don't Three think years.
0: so. I don't think so.
2: Yeah, the hiatus yeah, three of three years. years, and I think we really felt it. You know, it's sort of like if you <laughs> exercise all the time and then you don't. You know, this is we had done this for so long. We kind of was a turnkey kind of operation to a point, point. and then to have the three years and distance um, in between now. You know, we we drive to get there and all, and and so it was. Uh, it, yeah, so it we we felt that we felt that three year hiatus in our bones. <laughs> Oh uh, gosh.
0: Well it looked like a great event. I'm glad you had a great time and got to visit with a lot of friends and, and uh I, I know you miss those guys that are in Santa Clarita.
3: Yeah. But we do.
0: uh we but do. you are right at home in Albuquerque now. So that's mm-hmm. that is a good thing. That is a good mm-hmm. thing. Well, mm-hmm. I, I do want to mention that we have coming up October the sixth through the eighth, uh Nash West Adventures. That's a little deal that Mary Kay and I have put together, and uh, we're going to take people, uh, a limited number of people around the country for some fun things, but we're going to Palo Duro Canyon and uh, Amarillo, Texas, October the 6th through the 8th, and it is going to be a ton of fun for a weekend, and uh, you'll be horseback riding around the Palo Duro Canyon. We'll be visiting museums and wineries and music and all kinds of great things that are happening in a jam-packed three days. But you can find out more about that by visiting our website, equestrianlegacy.net, and uh, click on Nash West Adventures in the menu bar, and that will take you to everything that's happening on this trip that's set up for October the 6th through the 8th. But there's a limited time to register for that, and so uh, it cut off on the 15th, but we've had several people that have asked if we would extend the registration, and so that has been extended to the 22nd. So that's just about a week and a half away. So if you're interested in going, be sure and visit our website, EquestrianLegacy.net, click on NashWest Adventures, and uh, that will tell you everything that you want to know about the trip. Uh, what's happening with Out West and the Out West uh, Rendezvous with the Riders program <laughs>
2: that you're doing? Well, we have a couple things coming up. I want to just say on July 22nd, which is the National Day of the Cowboy, uh, Jim and I are heading up an evening sponsored through the New Mexico IWMA chapter um, that will be a special evening dedicated to the history of the Cowboy, Jim Jones and Mariam um, Funk, will be providing the musical portion of the evening. Um, we're very excited about this. We will definitely be tying it to the history of the Cowboy, which is what the National Day of the Cowboy celebrates. So we're still a bit in the planning um, planning mode, but um, look for more information on that coming down the pike. And then, of course, yes, we do have our Rendezvous with a Writer, our weekly live um, radio program where we interview an author or a poet or a songwriter. Um, tonight's guest is Linda, Strat, uh, Linda Strader. Very interesting memoirs. That's why I was thinking about Joni and memoirs. Um, she's written a book called Summers of Fire, a memoir of adventure, love, and courage. And Linda's one of the very first women hired on a fire crew with the U.S. Forest Service And she was 20 at the time. This was in the late 70s and then into the early 80s. And it's a fascinating story about what really goes on on the fire lines. And um, if you watch Fire Country, uh, you might find this interview very interesting. We asked her if she's been watching Fire Country, and she shared that watching programs, uh, live coverage of forest fires, wildfires, as well as... Documentaries or programs—it's too close to her heart. She gets really emotional. It's really hard to um, to watch what happens in wildfires, so she has not watched the program, which I thought was quite interesting. Wow! Um, Wow! But uh, quite a story, uh, especially since she was um, really one of the first women at the time, and basically in all all men's kinds, you know, kind of work. Um, and then coming up, we have, um, a, a friend that's, um, an author that came to us through our friend, Jennifer Heron, uh, named Vince Pinkerton. And he's written two books. He's our guest next week. The devil plays six strings and the devil wow. and the dance hall girl. We're really excited about, um, chatting with him, um, we will have a good friend of ours, Bob Brill. He writes uh, Western series. He'll be with us um, the first Thursday in June. And, you know, Tom Swearengin, um our good friend, Oregon poet Tom Swearingen has been a guest host on the show a couple of times. And he guest hosted for us when we were in Santa Clarita. And his guest was Miska Paget, who we have um, had on the show uh, here on Campfire Cafe, and their program was phenomenal, and it's actually had, I think now over 500 views um, since it first aired. It's it's actually had the highest number of views that we can see off of the LA Talk Radio Facebook um, page where it where it airs live, and he's going to come back and help us out when we go to the Western Writers Conference in in June. Um, he's going to come back, and his guest will be John Chandler. So, oh, um, John.
6: We're,
2: we're, yeah, we're loving having, having Tom pop in and help us out when we need to get away.
3: <laughs> oh, that's great. So, um, that is great. Yeah,
2: so that's going to be great. And you've lined up some wonderful guests for the rest of May. Do you want to chat a moment about who we have coming up?
0: Uh, let's see. For the rest of the month, We've only got a couple more weeks left, Base kind of a short month. But we've got uh, Doug Figs that will be with us next week on the Campfire Cafe. And then uh, Dave Stamey and Terry Nash will be joining us for the 25th. And so we're looking forward to visiting with all those guys. And uh, so we look forward. So tune in, Campfire Cafe, Saddle yeah. Up America. And then on Saturdays, join us for Live from Nashville. And uh, all of those shows can be seen in Archive Podcast on EquestrianLegacy.net, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. And just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio. Well, Bobby, it has been fun today. Any closing thoughts for us?
2: Oh, oh, I I do have one. I do have one. This is actually, this is a Mother's um, Day-inspired quote, and it's by... The very famous author J.K. Rowling, you know, the author of the Harry Potter series. Love, yeah, love as powerful as your mother's leaves its own mark to have been loved so deeply will give us some protection forever.
0: I like that. I like that. Well, we're going to close the show today with a song from Mickey Furman's award-winning Westbound album. It's one called River of No Return. And please join us again next Thursday for the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America. Thanks for listening.
4: No.